Good evening. <laughs> and welcome to Josh and Jem's Gratitude, Gratitude Unfiltered. So you got your way that time. Thank you, honey. Kinda. They gotta time that. People, I think people yeah. practice that. It's we, called hitting the mark. Yeah, we need to practice that. I would love to practice that. He, he actually we, just um, accepted that we can do an intro together. Yeah, I kind of like the other intro where I just, you know, say whatever. And you look really pretty, by the way. Thank you. Like you just like worked out and then took a shower and mm -hmm. put your makeup on. Oh, that's what happened. Yeah, actually, but maybe it's because I baptized myself in the spa at the gym. <laughs> 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 I was, I went and I was at the spa after I worked out and there, I walked in, it was only me. It was like this beautiful jacuzzi tub. And I, I always take the opportunity to like rebaptize myself if I, Get the chance and just you know can you rebaptize you've got a black screen i don't know what to tell you who else has a black screen that's weird um really quick i do want to say hello to iHeartRadio, spotify stitcher tune in um there's some others golly i always forget this but i want to say hello to you guys thank you so much for downloading the podcast and of course facebook live Good evening. We are live from Las Vegas today, and it doesn't look like it because this is—we're just in our hotel room. <laughs> got Coco too. And this is a far cry. Hi, Coco. <laughs> this is a far cry from Vegas of years past. Uh, yes, it is. Um, but grateful to be here. We've had yes. a great time in Vegas. Grateful to be here and sober. It's a different experience. It is. But I—I kind of like it. And we've—we've we've met a lot of great people mm -hmm. on this trip. And it's been a lot of fun, I think. I've learned a lot. We've been hanging out with Bill Walsh mm -hmm. the last few days. That's been awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. We've partnered up with Power Team International yes. to help them with their national expansion of their gold membership team, so uh, their program. So we're excited to be traveling uh, with them to San Diego and Phoenix for their Small Business Expo. So that is exciting. Bill's awesome. We're learning a lot from him yeah. and you know, adding value to the team. I, I like that a lot. And I also like the fact that we're getting to do something that I actually know about. Like I mm -hmm. masterminds, I've ranted and raved, raved against masterminds forever because so many people join masterminds, either either get duped into you know joining, they pay a lot of money and there's no value there, drives me nuts, or the person hosting the mastermind has no clue. So getting to talk about that and also strategic partnerships, like mm -hmm. that's something that I've specialized in years and how he knew that, mm -hmm. I have no idea, but that's amazing. So oh, that's very cool. Um, really quick, Julie, good to see you. Rebecca, always good to see you, my friend. Uh, Jace, Jason, wow, very cool. Thank you so much for joining, my man. Um, so listen, this is, uh, yeah, it's been a great time. I've, I've learned a lot from Bill. And one thing that I've never had the opportunity to do is, you know, sell from stage. This is going to be a learning lesson because I've never done that. I've been on stage. What's up, Dale? I've been on stage before and talked and shared my story and, right. and in more of an inspirational role, mm -hmm. but I've never really talked about a program that I believed in before. And so that's exciting for me. Mm -hmm. And what else is going on? Um, you know, I, I think that we're building our own program. Yes, um, we named it today. Yes. We, we came up with a name for our program. Mm -hmm. I don't know how far away we are to launching it. We're not gonna tell you guys yet. Um, but we are working with Adam Imob Flores and mm -hmm. he is helping us build this program out. And I'm really excited because Adam is also a believer like we are, but he's also just an amazing human being. And frankly, he's the best. Melissa Hull actually reached out and said, if you're going to use anybody, you need to use him. 
and mm -hmm. he's the total package and he's been great to work with. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like we had to know everything, but he was really good at pulling the information out of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So all, our goal is to use all of our experience to help other people, um, you know, that are maybe stuck and are ready for spiritual transformation or overcoming, you know, and a lot of the things that happen in our life are due to, you know, sexual abuse, you know, physical abuse, emotional abuse. And it's uh, so many people have childhood trauma and that's why, you know, they start doing things and are, are really stuck. So we're building an awesome program that we feel is really going to help people to get to the next level. So that's exciting. And, um, you know, we're lucky to be um, able to work together now and be, yeah. being building toward our vision to help millions of people around the world that are struggling. So that's exciting. That's really, you know, we feel like why God brought us together is to serve others. And yes. like today is actually one of the first days I, I was, that I was like, Oh my gosh, like, I'm really like, I, this feels right. <laughs> you know, one of the first days, but like, really, I think she's been having second thoughts. For I, like, a while the last couple of days, I was just like, a little bit like, you know, is this, was this, you know, I, I was doubting a little bit, but I, I didn't really express it too much. But, you know, I know why we're together. But today, I just, um, it really felt like, we were in tune today. We laughed so hard today. We had that we were on our call. We just couldn't stop laughing hysterically. Yeah. So I think Josh is starting to um, resist, uh, not resist as much, and just kind of. I'm used to being in control. <laughs> like I'm totally used to being in control all the time, and that's never worked out for me. She actually says what she wants about everything, even if it means. I'm gonna tell him, like we. I can pick the seat, like the perfect seat. And it could be like the president could be next to the chair, right? <laughs> and she would want to change tables. It or the waiter goes, "Here's your seat. Um, here's George bad. Washington next to you, <laughs> and uh, you're going to sit next to George Washington, Jennifer." And she's gonna like, "No, I want to sit over there." Oh, Yesterday, she made the waiter at Del Taco uh, change our seat too. <laughs> that happened. I mean, there's no waiters at Del Taco anyway. Um, I'm and Julie, that we Julie, go to yes, Del Taco, and, but we like it. It's the only fast food restaurant we go to. Yeah, and uh, Julie, yes, I'm praying for you. Um, yeah, and thank you for reaching out. That meant a lot to me. Mm -hmm. It really did. Um, hi, Nick Harris. How hey, are you? Nick. So one of the things too, but speaking about the trauma, what I've t I, I was on an amazing. Uh, I was on Carl's podcast today. And I told the story about when I gave my life to Christ and my shouting match with God in jail. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how many of you guys know, but when I gave my life to Christ, I was in jail for the second, I was like day two in jail, mm -hmm. thinking I'm gonna be there for five years. And I'm screaming at God, like why he won't, like why won't you change me? Why won't you fix me like mm -hmm. everybody else? And just screaming at him. And like, now I know why I was put in isolation, <laughs> which was the loony bin. Um, and tell him how you got the Bible. Oh, well, hold on. So as I'm screaming, Hi, Lori, I got your message. Sorry. Oh, by the way, here's a tip for you. I never really give tips on the show, but if you ever go to jail, you can't get a book, you can't get a magazine, but they can give you the Bible. So always ask for the Bible. If yeah. you go to jail, there's the tip for the night. Anyway, so they that's, that's actually what started the, actually what started the process of me screaming at God is when they would not give me a magazine or a book to read. They, uh, they, they, I was like, Oh, you have to give me a Bible. I remember this. And it yeah. took, it took like an hour and a half, I think, cause I didn't have a clock, um, <laughs> in, in, in jail. It took forever. They were not in a hurry to do anything. But when they finally gave me the Bible, I was like, all right, I'm gonna start reading this. And none of it made sense. So like I went to like mm -hmm. Proverbs and, and Psalms and like the, the easy stuff. Right. And I read that. 
but then I got in the shouting match with God. Like, why won't you fix me? And but just screaming at me. And I heard, you have to forgive your father. Well, how in the hell am I going to do that? Blah, 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 blah. Because it happened to him too. And that's the point I'm bringing up right now. My father. Hey, Bonnie. My father was in his late 60s when he died. Maybe even, maybe in 70s. I, I don't remember, unfortunately. Um, and he died five years ago. He never used his voice and talked about the fact that he was molested and physically abused. Like he never really talked about it in a way that allowed him to heal. That actually breaks my heart. It breaks my heart because one, I wasted time with him that I can't get back. I spent I, I made a mockery of his funeral. I showed up hours late to his funeral and I was still strung out on cocaine. And um, I completely disrespected my father. I hated him. I hated him so much I didn't care. But to think that maybe if he would have just used his voice, maybe if he would have talked about it, maybe like, you know, like so many people of that generation, especially, they don't talk about them being hurt. Like they get pointed out as they are the ones that, the, that they were abusive. My dad was abusive. My mom was abusive. Like most of you guys watching that are our age, like you talk about your parents, hopefully they do. They, uh, hopefully they didn't do those things but if they did you know you always hear about that my mom did this my dad did that but what we fail to forget sometimes or we fail to remember sometimes is that it happened to them too like whatever you hate your parents for there's a or don't like your parents for there's a good chance that they learned it from their parents and because you don't you're not born an abuser you're not born a killer. You're not born an addict. Well, some people are, but you know what I mean? Like, you're not. And the realization that I wasted so much time hating my father with, and I didn't ever shift to have compassion and understand that it happened to him too. But uh, having that compassion is what allowed me to forgive and then ultimately receive Jesus. Mm -hmm. And, and fully transform. And, and radical forgiveness is a huge thing. But the point of this program and the point of what we want to do is to help people break free. And we're not going to go into what we're doing. We're not going to say any of that. But today was a breakthrough day for us. It was, yeah. Because we have been trying mm -hmm. to figure out what our message is because there's a lot of things that we want to talk about. But we found our mm -hmm. core message today and yeah. what we want to bring mm -hmm. to the world outside of the show, of course. Um, so anyway, I, I, it's just, today has been an absolute blessing yes. and I'm so grateful mm -hmm. for what's happened today. And the other gratitude I have is I'm grateful for Bill Walsh. Um, I, I, you know, I, I got an opportunity to actually host the panel the other night in Vegas, which I didn't know until literally 30 seconds before it started. Um, which was awesome. Cause I like to kind of fly by the, my mm -hmm. seat of the pants. And now I'm having the opportunity to speak at the expo in uh, Phoenix. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm grateful for these opportunities because 
every every it's always learning. And and some I think a lot of the professional speakers say it really takes a hundred speeches before you become a pro. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm on like 15 now. <laughs> and I got a long ways to yeah. go. And to have somebody believe in me. What's up, Mike Chavez? How you doing? Um, to have someone believe in me and believe in us mm -hmm. is it means a lot. And I'm humbled by it because he doesn't know who the heck I am. <laughs> yeah, it's really great. You know, I met Bill a little over a year ago at Eric Swanson's event, uh, Habitude Warrior in Dallas. And, you know, he sat down with me and he talked about, you know, what I had done and what he was doing and started building relationship. I got into his speaker program, actually. Yeah. So I've been learning for him, from him. So it, we've been praying to God, you know, how are we going to, you know, keep the ball rolling, keep the lights on, or maybe the gas in the car, you know, until we launch our program and we start bringing in revenue um, with what we're bringing to the world. So, you know, we just really had faith that it was going to happen. And, you know, instead of worrying, you know, we just really prayed on it every day and said, you know, God, please, please guide us. Please open the doors that you want us to walk through. Please close the ones you don't. And, you know, all of a sudden this kind of, we met him at, we saw Bill actually again at the Cervex event, Manny Lopez's event when you were speaking um, in Orange County last week. And so it just kind of fell into place. And um, if it's exciting that like, someone is letting us, you know, work together to develop. Yeah, it's we need to work together. That's to amazing. Our skills um, develop to what we want to do, which is speaking and coaching. And, yeah. and so that's, that's really, it's really beautiful. I'm really grateful for that as well. Um, you know, I, I want to bring up something too, and we need to tell a Vegas story. Because <laughs> um, I mean, honestly, like the craziest oh thing that's happened in Vegas this entire time is she had pizza. <laughs> and she's doesn't eat. Okay, gluten. you want to know why I got crazy? <laughs> so okay, when we get to the hotel room, we're we're kind of like you know nothing. It wasn't that exciting. We I just kind of said like, gosh, I'm so boring now. Like we're like I don't really. Oh do yeah, anything. listen to this. This is terrible. And I don't really do anything. Well, you tell the story. You're better, and you know. And so here's the deal. <laughs> so I'm in Vegas. We're in Vegas, and we've been working nonstop, and like literally like flying by the seat of her pants, like learning so much. Mm -hmm. It's been amazing, and. And I was just kind of like in an ornery mood. And I looked at Jennifer and I go, you want to do some cocaine? <laughs> and I was totally kidding. But I said it. And like, and then she said, yeah. And I, I knew she was kidding too. And it just both made us laugh because yeah. we've become like that. We're like the Luby's crowd now. You know, we want to eat dinner at 5.30 p.m., get the Bluebird special, go to bed by 9. Uh -huh. And like, and like, you want to do some cocaine? And just totally kidding. And it made us laugh and we just, it kind of cheered us yeah, up a little it bit. Yeah, it did. It makes me thinking happy. About, even if I'm, because I'm, you know, done doing drugs, but even like talking about it, it still gets me excited because I just think about Rush and that excitement and that fun. And I'm not going to deny that it wouldn't be fun and we wouldn't have a crazy fun night together, but the next day would be hell because I, would I wouldn't be able attack. to get out I'm of bed. I'm never doing it again. And, um, you know, it just it would not be good. But so we had a joke now, like if, if, we're just kind of feeling down or bored just we could say like, hey, honey, you want to do some cocaine? <laughs> and I don't know if that's in the 12 steps at all, but yeah, listen, uh, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. I mean, here's the deal. We've the, 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 the conversation about suicide, the last episode that we did, you know, that was dark and heavy and it sucked. But guess what? We made a joke out of it because now it's like we get to laugh at these spiritual attacks mm -hmm. and and that we're going to get them. And even I'm in a much better headspace, by the way. Thank you very much, everyone, for asking. Mm -hmm. It was just and I wasn't and I want to make it clear. I wasn't suicidal. It was the thoughts that would not leave my head. And it was like I couldn't mm -hmm. control them. Right. 
that's what it was about. But I wanted to mm -hmm. talk about it in real time because I felt led like somebody was struggling. And and like I didn't I, I didn't want to hold on to that because the one thing that I made a promise about when we I started the show and then when she joined the show, she kept this promise is that we were going to be unfiltered and we were going to talk about the things that were uncomfortable because we feel as with our belief system, there is not enough people. They'll talk about their past, mm -hmm. but they won't talk about the current struggle. Like in the moment, this is what I'm struggling. With. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to do that. So anyway, so we're talking about that. And then it just reminded me of all the times I've come to Vegas. I, I want to ask you what was your craziest story, but I don't really want our viewers to actually know what your craziest story was because I think it's probably just not appropriate. Well, no, <laughs> I, I, I will tell you that one time. So I was working with this. I, I'm going to tell this story because okay. it's kind of. It's I mean, kind Coco, of, close your ears. Yeah, you, you're going to be scarred for life. So I got in the. Um, so we were at the. I forgot what hotel it was, and I was. It was after I sold their healthcare yeah. company, and the new the company that bought us out they had their big conference. Yeah. So I decide that I'd already started drinking to no one's surprise. Golly, I did drink a lot. Started drinking mm -hmm. and I decided to sit at the, the bar, like the one of those round bars in the middle of the casino. And I this this I sat next to a hooker. And I'm like, I can get a co I guarantee I can get cocaine from a hooker. So I just stuck, I just started talking to the hooker. It's like, I'm, you know, I of course I like to talk to everybody. But anyway. Mm -hmm. So I started talking to her, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, I don't want to hook up with you, but can you give me some cocaine? So she like called her homeboy and whatever. Mm -hmm. And next thing I know, we get up from the bar to go pick this up. We walk by and the owners of this billion dollar corporation, or however much money they're worth, they're massive. All of the leadership, all of the executive leadership was right there watching me walk with this obvious hooker mm -hmm. leaving. Which I'm like, oh my God, this sucks. I couldn't hide it. There was nothing I could do except keep on walking. Oh, and so then we go out into the parking garage and this limousine pulls around and she goes, get in the back. And I'm like, okay. I get in the back, he gets in the back. We drive this, doing the circle and they give me the cocaine, mm -hmm. right? And I pay an ungodly amount of money for it. Not proud of this, not any of it. So I hope it was good. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> so I got it and I could, you know, and I'm one of those people, like if I get food, I'm not waiting to eat. I'm eating in the car. Well, so with cocaine, <laughs> it, it was not, I didn't even like, I don't even think I waited to get out of the car. I'm already doing it. Well, guess what? It was like 2% uh, cocaine and the rest of it, I think was a detergent. Oh, geez. Uh, and it nearly killed me. But guess what? You're still alive. I, no, no, no. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. I still did it all. Oh God! Oh, I, and, and I nearly. And you say I, you're I not sick. an addict. I. <laughs> he still won't admit that he's an addict. I'm not giving it that power. Okay. I, I no. Yeah. Here's the thing. I want Coco to be Coco, on the camera. No, I'm not proud of this. <laughs> but the problem was, I was just that. That yeah, I was that bad. Yeah. It was. Mm -hmm. It's. It was awful. And like I think about those times, or, you know, times to go out and party, and then literally stay in bed the entire Me next too, day because yeah. I couldn't meet or need mm -hmm. more drugs just to stay awake. Like I love coming to Vegas now because I don't, I don't party and, and like I can have a normal time mm -hmm. here and I'm not drawn to any of that stuff. It's not that I'm holier than, mm -hmm. although I do want to play roulette, but I'm not going to start that because I may sit there for 12, 10 hours, mm -hmm. but like, I don't, I don't miss all that, but I, I have some war stories and I think it's funny to talk about the war stories 
because it's like I'm still crazy. I'm crazier than I was when like than I partied really. I, I, but I'm taking I'm like taking these what's crazy and doing it towards something productive and good. Mm -hmm. Like that feels more gratifying than anything crazy yeah. I could have done in Vegas. I agree. God, just turn into peace, a square. Peace of mind. I'm boring. Peace now. of mind <laughs> is so much better than feeling just you know, steady than, you know, all the ups and downs. And I, I'm used to love those ups and downs, you know? Um, but I'm glad that, you know, I'm not an obsession of, you know, where am I going to get the drugs next? What are we going to do that? Cause I, if I was in Vegas, I was doing cocaine all night and just obsessing about drugs if we couldn't find it. So it's so nice to be here, you know, and to just be sober and clear minded. And I'm so grateful for that today. And sometimes I forget you know, but like every day I really should be grateful for my sobriety because it is, it's a blessing um, to be able to be sober. I'm learning to find exhilaration through other things too. And I, I've, I've mm -hmm. also killed a lot of vacations, spending days hunting down drugs. Mm -hmm. Like I would spend days and wait, I would not have fun. Okay, this is just the logic behind this. Go into the mindset, okay, I've got to find somebody that has whatever drug it was I was looking for. And yeah, the baby powder um, mixed with cocaine, that's happened to me too, Julie. It sucks. Um, it's terrible. They, like your whole it's, nose it's dries better, up. Is it better than that? No, it's terrible. It's awful. I think the laundry detergent was better. Um, <laughs> so, but like the, 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 I would waste time and I'm hyper-focused and obsessed with I've got to find it, I've got to find it. Like how many of you out there were like this? You and I like, would have been really bad. Together. We could not do a thing <laughs> until I found it. Well, I'm the same. I and then the once I way. did it, it was like, okay, now I'm, I don't care about anything else because now I've got my drugs and like I'm just gonna do them and then go act out. That mm -hmm. was like it didn't matter. It could be it could be anywhere, and that's what I was gonna do. That sounds miserable to me. Because I would much rather, like, I would much rather, well, I mean, now we have the opportunities to be on stage or even do the show. I have fun doing the show. Like, I enjoy it. I don't even know what the heck we're talking about tonight. <laughs> we didn't prepare. We don't ever prepare. We, I won't let we her prepare. We were talking about some Vegas stories, so I'll tell you mine. Oh, I have a, do I, I want to hear this? Well, I'm not going to get into any crazy detail. You didn't tell me your craziest story, trust me. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to hear it hear that but i had my my first marriage i had my bachelorette party here and i was with some of my girlfriends and it's funny because we're at the rio and i didn't think i'd ever been here i was like i don't know if i had been there but i walk in and i see the big chippendales sign and i'm it's like everywhere i've been here before because i went to chippendales <laughs> and uh i actually my friend knew the, someone that worked there so like at the end i don't know if anyone's ever been to chippendales they have this big I show on stage right with all the guys and they called me up and i got to like be in the middle like of all the dancers it was amazing um but then it all went downhill from there because i think we were drinking red bull vodkas and i ended up getting roofied i went to the foundation room actually um a nice club and I got roofied and all I know is like I was on the dance floor with some dude thinking I was in love with him and thank goodness, you know, nothing bad happened to me. I think probably because I'd done so many drugs, I had a high tolerance, but like I just, I, I didn't really, I wasn't conscious, but all, I kind of was, but all, all I know is my friend said I was like walking around like with my back all bent, like they didn't know what was wrong with me. And then like I became conscious in an elevator and they're like, what is wrong with you? So um, 
And that scares me. It's like when you're at bars, ladies, it must have just been like my drink sitting at the bar. Like if guys want to, you know, do it, they can easily just, you know, slip something in. So it's like always if you do drink, you know, always watch your drink. You know, don't leave it when you go dancing. That's probably what happened to me. Is I got roofy. We're not encouraging people to drink in Vegas. Tree says yesterday's a waste of time. The time is now. Good luck. My husband and I didn't drag our past into our marriage. And 36 years later, it's always a challenge. Wish you the best. I think that was a passive aggressive comment because we're telling stories about Mm -hmm. I'm not worried. Hey, Trace, or however you say your name. uh, No, we we are talking about this for a reason. Actually, we don't talk about our past Mm -hmm. in in that way. We talk about our past is a way of showing why we are the way we are now. And that's what brought us together. She knew my story before we got married. And if you don't know our marriage story, that's a whole other, that's a whole other show. Actually, that's the first show. Mm-hmm. Um, you got slipped acid once. <laughs> oh, that's, oh that's no, really that's scary. terrible. Wow. Uh, no, it's like, you know, we came from these, these paths where we, that was who we were and that was how we lived. And the fact is, is that like, you know, transformation does happen. Like, you know, you, people don't have to be stuck in those ways, but it's, it's not easy, but it's pretty, you know, it's, it's hard work. But, yeah. you know, it's it's so much better on the other side. So I, we would have never met, you know, if no. this didn't happen. If we did, we obviously wouldn't have lasted. Yeah, yeah and Trace, our story is about how Christ mm-hmm. changed our life. That's mm-hmm. it. So that's that's the theme of the show, even though we welcome everyone. Um, it, we don't reflect on the past like we're stuck there. Believe me, we're, 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 we move forward fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark, I honestly cannot tell this story because I don't think the statute of limitations is up. <laughs> so I Mark, I, I'll tell you in private my craziest story. It ain't pretty. I, I don't, but this, see, that's the thing. I got so far gone that I don't have, I don't, my stories I look at now and I can't say like, oh, we did too many drugs and I did something stupid. No, I did stuff that was dangerous. I did stuff that was, I because I wanted to die. I didn't use drugs because I was looking for feel good. I was looking to die. Like, like, I like the initial part, but I was going into it every time. Like, this is my last time I'm going to do it. So I'm wow. going out with a bang. I ain't living like that anymore. Yeah, I didn't know that either before we got married. They used to do that. <laughs> That's freaky. Yeah, no, I, I'm so glad we have each other to hold each other accountable because, you know, that is just a beautiful thing. Yeah, well, hold on. Yeah. I really, I didn't, it didn't start out that way. It it, it just graduated mm-hmm. towards it. You know what I mean? Like, okay. it, I, it was like fun socially, but like I would hang out with my friends socially. Hi, Nicole. Uh, you're, hey, Nicole. Na- hey, Nathan, good to see you. Your test is your testimony. That's right, brother. Um, good to see you, Nathan. Golly, your life looks fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, it, I like socially, but then after the social part ended, I kept going. Mm-hmm. And then like, I'm basically at this point hiding in a closet mm-hmm. or paranoid, like looking through, bl- I mean, I, it, it got mm. in, insane, but that's also some, the reason why we talk mm-hmm. about what we talk about, because look, mm. It's never too late mm-hmm. to turn your life around. And here's the thing. It's not, you, you, you mm-hmm. can't just turn your life around and go, hey, I want to turn mm-hmm. my life around and that's it. You get to do the work mm-hmm. every single day because it is a daily thing. Like I've talked about this before. When I made the decision of surrendering just completely. Well, it, I guess, go ahead. When I made the decision to surrender, 
because I realized that I was still trying to wrestle with God and say, hey, no, let me let me do it my way. I wasn't stopping. I wasn't being still just to be led, right? I was still in control. But after that, I thought, I'm surrendered. So that's it, right? No. Sometimes I have to remind myself to surrender. It's a multiple. daily thing. Sometimes it's like yeah. seven times a day. And now you're, you know, learning how to surrender to your wife and, you know, what she this, wants. This He's in training. He's he's getting really. He's I'm gonna have a leash on next episode. Today, I'm serious. today he's just What's he's up, breaking Robert? through. But I think that you know one thing that I didn't realize you, when we first got together was that Josh is still very in in the process of his healing journey. You know because he just quit alcohol like a couple months ago. Yeah. And then the cannabis. So like you know you see him you know emotional on the show today, and it's like because he's actually just starting to feel for the first time and letting these feelings out. Um, and it's going to take All time. I'm still healing. I'm, you know, a year and eight months sober, but you know, and in, in the beginning, you're really in the beginning journey. And I, I should have known that. And I guess it's, but I was willing to accept that. And I said, as long as you're she 13 step me or whatever that means. <laughs> it, it, I, I am. And look, and I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> Surrender to your wife. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, this is my first time watching you both. I heard so much about you guys. I feel as though I know you already. I think it's wonderful how you've surrendered your life to Christ. Now look uh, how happy you both are. It's beautiful. Thank oh, you, Catherine. Catherine. Oh, your husband's amazing, by the way. Are you or is that yeah, he's your husband, right? Mr. Dale Garza. Uh yeah, healing, healing never, never ends. ends. I agree. You know what? Because we always get hurt. But we yeah. have the beauty is mm. though, we get to take our hurts. <laughs> We get to take what scares yeah. us. We get to take the things that we're afraid of. We get to do that. Yeah. We get to take those things on and turn them into blessings. Mm -hmm. We get to. There he goes. We get to make those things a blessing. God has a sense of humor. He really does. He really God, does. I mean, I never, I never even dated someone with tattoos before. You know. Uh, and so I never thought like, you know, or back here, evidently, you know, I mean, I had, but you know, <laughs> did you make him shave it? <laughs> oh, Sasha, you want to see Coco? Coco, you're wanted on the show. Coco is not a um, happy dog right now. Oh, There's Coco. She is. She's just tired. Cokey. Cokey was on the slot Swear. machine today. She's really tired. <laughs> so. <laughs> You okay? So you've never dated anyone with tattoos? Well, I'm covered in yeah, them. Yeah, yep. And what else? Or have you dated anyone that's been to jail? No. No. Mm -mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we we can stop there. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. Welcome. Well, we never even dated, so we didn't date. We never dated. So we got engaged. We're, yeah, we, she's never been my girlfriend ever. Like I think one night, like during role playing, like you're gonna be my girlfriend. <laughs> See, we can say that because we're married. Oh, wow. Yeah, we, we, we can say. <laughs> Give me a break. Yeah, we can. Um, yeah, I can be your girlfriend. Yeah, hey. We're <laughs> Put a blonde wig on. I <laughs> just kidding. I actually prefer pink. Yeah. You go pink? Stop. Okay. Come on. I'll wear a Fabio costume for you. No thanks. No. You don't thanks. Like <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right. Okay. So anyway, I, n there was no point to any of that. <laughs> so yeah. I'm just trying to make I her mean, laugh. Yeah. Coco is. What's up, babe? Mm, yeah. 
Um, so our next stop is we're going to San Diego. Actually, we're yeah. leaving here about four o'clock in the morning to head You're to LA. You're going to an event tonight. I'm going to stay in and work, and yeah. it, you know, and uh, we're headed to San Diego tomorrow. Yes, for three days. Yep. So my San Diego friends, I'd love to see you. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to be at the convention center. I need a wig. I may grow my yeah. hair out. <laughs> He I'll might. I saw pictures of with hair growing out. I'm like, you look like 10 years younger. I didn't say that, but when we're on camera, sometimes I'm a little more honest. I just said, like, I think Josh is so attractive, um, but when he shaves his beard, like, it, it's like he's in a different decade. Someone mentioned that, so I'm just reiterating it. A different decade? But Thank I you, Richard. <laughs> I but I think you're handsome both ways. Um, but I would really be excited to see your hair grow out, you know? Yeah, I need some hair products. Before you lose it all, you know? <laughs> I'm not going to lose it. The technology that's out now is yeah. amazing. I'm never going to lose but my But marriage hair. is Shit. fun, you know? I When I was married before, it was completely different. I got married, 200-person wedding, 10 bridesmaids. It was a big show, you know? I just, it was what I wanted to do. And, like, this is completely different. It's a spiritual union. And he is gorgeous. He thank is you. Who gorgeous. said that? Oh, Julie, yeah. thank you, sweetheart. I appreciate that. Look, look we, I, we, I'm, I think that we're starting to really enjoy this and we're starting to see, because here's the thing, the first few weeks, and as you, for those of you who are just joining the show that have never, don't know anything about it, we got married without knowing each other. Yeah. And, we, yeah, and now we're 11, now learning, we're, we're, married, yeah. we're now learning to get to know each other. Yeah. And he wanted to kill himself last week. Or yeah. no, he no, had suicidal like, thoughts. So like last week wasn't four days that ago. fun. Yeah. It yeah, wasn't it was not that even, exciting. And it was, it was, uh -huh. there, no, it was thoughts. So don't, don't yeah, say sorry. there's a big, big sorry. difference. There's a major difference there between each other too, because yeah. now I'm going to be getting emails going, what? No. No. Yeah. It, it was the thoughts that the enemy, uh -huh. but the, I now can, we both can look at it as a blessing because yeah. of how we were able to discuss you it. Were, yeah. And it's about putting light on the shadows. Gratitude Unfiltered is about putting light uh -huh. on the shadows. If more people could just talk about their, their, the thoughts that they have of that, they can move through them, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm, you know, I'm glad we went through it and we can handle it again. If it happens, we know that. Yes. So, um, but yeah, it's been tough. Um, and today it's just like a weight has been lifted. And so I'm, I'm, I feel like, okay. And every time something feels like, okay, you know, a little off, I just think about our purpose again. Like God brought us together to, you know, help people around the world. And we're so much more powerful together. I even was noticing today, I was just before the show and you were putting, getting the internet and you said, honey, what's our room number? Cause it's like this long, big number. And I just told them and it's like, you know, like we balance each other out. We support each other. It's so nice to have a teammate in life. That was the you example know? that you used. That was interesting. I mean, I'm sure there's more. <laughs> there but no, today, so here's in the process of this marriage of getting to like know each other. you don't know how to get dressed, so you ask me and I help you, you know. Like. That's not true. I'm very stylish. Um, he is. He anyway, is. so what I was saying, and you keep interrupting me. Because <laughs> it's like Stop the it. first part of the show was like the Jaw show. So it is the Jaw show. I created I it. I try to get a word in. <laughs> That's why it's Josh and Jen's Gratitude Unfiltered. Well, we'll see. <laughs> no. See, now I lost my train of thought. I had something important to say. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know you did, honey. That I That is you. messed up. I oh, I know what I was going to say. So now, so now what I what has happened like we had this vision and and I I had visions and then we had the shared a vision, but yet trying to piece the details to the vision together can be complicated. 
So, I mean, a lot of people out there get visions and they see, they have a vision for what they want to create in the world, but they don't know how to get there. Because sometimes it's like you see step three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, but you don't see step two. Yeah, and I think and that's, that's what God where wants it. Been. That's where faith and, and trust comes in. That like we, I used to strategize everything, but I think it's just knowing that like do oh, the best shoot. you can every day. I know you have to go and just allow God to open those doors, and it's gonna come easy. I don't think we have to like push and and like shove for it. We have right. to be. Um, willing to work hard and, and be obedient, but I don't think we have to know everything. Just trust that, that he has a plan for us. Uh, Mark Chaikin. So Mark, I actually told the story. So I announced Mark Chaikin. I have to tell the story before I leave. Josh, you have a, your movie star looks in a radio talent voice. That means a lot to me. Does. Uh, His Jen, voice got me. It was like, magazine you hot. had me at your voice. Um, <laughs> you were wonderful. If she was the other evening on Unfiltered, you guys make a great couple. Thank you, Mark. So Mark, um, my very first time behind a microphone was actually at Mark Chaikin's cheerleading event. Mm. I never had the opportunity. I've never been behind a mic until he gave me the oh, opportunity. that's great. So what came out of that, I, Mark, I don't know if you know the story or not, but what came out of that was getting introduced to people like a talent scout. So you know Brian Wade, AKA Crack. Um, so we decided after the event, we decided that we were going to um, go eat acid and ride go-karts. You told the story. Before. I told the story the other day, yeah. but Mark, so I, that all happened, but that talent scout from your event, your friend, Mark, yeah, he called me about an hour into the acid hitting me, and I had to let him go. I'm sure Mark wanted you to tell that story about him, really. <laughs> no, I don't know if he knows. Oh, okay. So I've always wanted to be behind a microphone because I, I really, really enjoyed it. Like it was my childhood dream to have a radio show host. But I kept like all those opportunities, I kept sabotaging <laughs> all the time because of drugs and alcohol. Yeah. And that is why I'm sober now. Because I don't want to, if that talent scout does ever call again mm -hmm. 20 years later, I'm going to be like, yeah, dude, I'm sober now and I'm not eating acid and riding go-karts. But that was from Mark's event. That's great. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Lauren Harris. Lauren Coco says hi. She uh, wants to meet you. Lauren Harris sighting <laughs> as always. Good to see you, my friend. Um, so I need to go. I'm going to an event and and... Oh, by the way, I'm learning to adjust socially without drinking too. That's been something it's else. It's hard, yeah. It is not fun for me. I get so much anxiety, but I'm I'm getting a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Like everyone you look thinks so I'm dapper so dapper tonight. I'm kind of like, dang, like I, you know, like you, you know, like I'm kind of like, where should I let him out alone like this? And no, I'm just kidding. I trust him. Um, I gotta stay in and do some work. So it's mommy and baby night. <laughs> Me and the dog. Baby oh, God. Um, yeah, I'm a, yeah, you're going to do your thing, go. So, um, <laughs> so no, but I'm, I'm glad that you're going to go, you know, take divide and conquer. That's right. Hi, sweetheart. <laughs> um, so you guys are amazing. Thank you for your shares. Uh, what is this? Try ear seating on him for anxiety. Mm. What does ear seating mean? Interesting. You know, he doesn't really get anxiety. That would, yeah. No, I've, I'm socially, the people don't believe this about me, but I'm socially awkward. If you've ever mm -hmm. seen me, like people meet me like at events and I'm like, <laughs> I freak out. I don't, I'm not good around people. You like it are. takes, it takes me hey, a little Sasha. bit to get comfortable around certain people. 
or I gravitate <laughs> towards people that see me yeah. and they know how to like talk to me in a way mm -hmm. that doesn't make me feel bad. or they know not to like touch me mm -hmm. or unless if like I'm open for like hey let's talk. I hope you're not open for touching tonight except when you're at home mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm no. kidding I'm not jealous so I'm, I trust him. I'm learning yeah. to deal with social anxiety out and about yeah, it's, now it's, it's, and it's not it's easy. hard when you're sober it, it takes time yeah because I could just drink anything fun mm -hmm. I mean seriously now it's yeah. like Okay, I get, I get to learn to have fun in new ways now. Yeah. She's on And, and not fun. make people like uncomfortable because sometimes you, when you're not drinking, you make people uncomfortable. So sometimes I'll even like just get like a, a soda water and pretend it's like vodka soda. Like nobody asks, you, nobody Rebecca. knows. So you could do that. Yeah. You get a soda water and then no one will be like, you want to drink, man? You know, you should have a drink. And then you just, you don't get that. No, I, I, I just drink a bang and feel fine. So with that said, I'm out. Um, thank you guys for liking the show. Are you going to hang on and talk to everyone? No, no. Okay. Work. Well, listen. Oh, then I'm going to pray real quick. I'll oh, get out. Yeah. <laughs> so she, she's slacking on the prayers thing. Yeah. All right, guys, we're going to, um, pray. The dog. Okay. Dog's got to pray too. <laughs> All right. So okay. dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for today. Thank you for our audience today. Thank you for everyone listening, uh, on our, the podcast networks and Facebook live and YouTube. Thank you. Look, if anyone out there is hurting, please, uh, hurting financially, struggling with a relationship, uh, struggling with, you know, just really bad thoughts, um, or just struggling in any way at all, Lord, I just ask that you bless them and give them an mm -hmm. opportunity to break free. And look, and if they're being abused, if they're in a, in a bad situation, Lord, I just pray that you give them the courage to use their voice and speak out. Because in truth is the only way that they're ever going to find the help that they need and just speaking their truth. It will truly set them free in more ways than one, Lord. And I just ask that you give them the courage to do that. Um, again, thank you so much for our audience mm -hmm. and anyone out there that's sick. And I know some people out there are really, really hurting uh, because Jason Daniels passed away. I just ask that you pray over, you know, you, you, you heal the hearts of his family and friends because he was, he meant a lot to a lot of people. So, Lord, I just ask that you heal their hearts um, and help them get through this really, really tough time. And, uh, Lord, I just ask, again, that you bless everyone out there that's watching right now um, and will watch later on the replay. I just ask that you bless their lives. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right. Love you guys. Love you guys. And uh, our next show will be live in San Diego, my mm -hmm. old stomping grounds. Mm -hmm. uh, this was my old stomping grounds, too. I only lived here for two weeks, though. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, marriage changed that. Yeah. So anyway, thank you guys. Thank uh, you guys. thank you for your shares. Thank you for the comments. You guys are amazing. We'll see you soon. Have a great night, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I gotta go.